Welcome to the Men After God podcast, where you will be challenged and encouraged as you pursue God, achieve success, and raise a thriving family. Join your host, Dustin, and his guests on a weekly journey to grow as husbands, fathers, and men after God. Here is your host, Dustin Alley. Hey guys, welcome back to the Men After God podcast. We are talking about developing yourself today. And, you know, we take is if you're a servant leader, you're probably serving and developing others. And oftentimes we can neglect developing ourselves. But honestly, it's hard for us to pour out what's not been poured into us and hard to give what we don't have. And uh, we can neglect our own self-development at times. And we need to ensure that we actually make it more of a priority in our lives and what we do. And let me give a shout out to some of our founding members from, that went to patreon.com slash men after God and uh, signed up to be founding members with us. We're very grateful for you and jumping on board to uh, what we've got going on here and the movement we're praying for God to create with the, the starting with this podcast, and our Facebook community and just letting it grow from there. Uh, but I want to give a shout out to Joseph, who a few days ago, according to this, jumped on. I appreciate it. I think uh, you didn't put your last name on here, so I won't say it, but I really appreciate you, brother. I saw you on Facebook. I think we connected there. Uh, and then David uh, Port, uh, Pock, oh boy, buddy, I'm going to mess your name up. I know we're working together in some digital marketing stuff, but uh, David Potra from uh, California out there, then Adam Piasecki uh, from right here in Connecticut decided to jump on board and you guys, man, you guys are awesome because while this is going to get launched um, or obviously this is getting launched, you signed up before anything was even put out. You jumped on by faith and said, look, I, I, I hear what you're doing. I want to be a part of it. And uh, you guys are now founding members and uh, entered to win. You know, we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. We've got to do the drawing and we'll do that on Facebook, facebook.com slash men after God podcast. Our founding members that came in before our podcast launching, launching, I got entered to win a $50 Amazon gift card. And so I don't know if we'll have done the drawing by this point when this goes out or not, but uh, be sure to check facebook.com slash men after God podcast. And if you're looking for the podcast community, facebook.com slash groups slash men after God, uh, jump in there to our group and just find the support to help you live a, God, a successful life with a thriving faith and family. And today, part of that life is developing yourself. And the point that we want to talk about here first is you can't give what you don't have. And then another great little phrase, growing people grow people. Yeah. Think about that. Those are fun little ditties. All right. They are. Remember those. They're good because growing people grow people. If you're not growing yourself, it's hard to grow someone else. And, uh, you know, when we record like this and Craig, I think last time, we recorded this episode because um, <laughs> that's been a fun journey. Uh, we uh, we mentioned that we don't wear the same clothes every day. We actually do change every once in a while. But when we do batch recording like this, uh, you're going to see some episodes to where it looks as though we just wear the same nasty clothes every day. But we don't. We, in fact, do change every once in a while, except for when we're doing these. Maybe we should just like start changing in between sessions. Well, this is my lucky podcast shirt. So oh, man. Lucky podcast shirt. I wash it until we're done yeah. with this entire podcast. My lucky podcast shirt isn't here yet because it's from the Men After God merch store at faithfulcustoms.com slash Men After God. Sneaky. Yeah, you like that one? You like that one? That's good. That's good. And unfortunately, we had to stop our um, pre-launch sale, which was 25% off. Why did we have to stop that? Because it was a pre-launch sale. 
You can't oh, pre-launch yeah. sell once it launches, right? So when True. you're hearing this, we've launched. Hey, it went well and nobody yeah. died. Um, so, but uh, faithful faithfulshirtscustom.com slash men after God, one of our partners and uh, sponsors here, it does all of our exclusive merch. And in fact, some merch that you could check out right here, our men after God mug for all you coffee lovers out there. Or, I mean, really, you could put whatever you want in this. Uh, just uh, let's make sure it's some God honoring chocolate milk, chocolate milk, God honoring things that we put in here. All right. And then, uh, you can grab that on there. Hoodie, t-shirts, hats. We got fitted hats and trucker hats. We're also uh, going to be working at getting some tactical hats from notchgear.com. Oh, cool. Working to get our affiliate link with them. Uh, but uh, we'll get with them, get some patches out there. It'll be really cool. Great stuff at the merch store. Uh, but developing yourself, when you're growing, you can grow other people. But if you're just staying stagnant, you might be able to get them to where you are. But you can't take them any further than that because you're not going any further than that. Right. You know, it, it's just like, you know, Craig. Craig and I are not professional basketball. We are really not professional disc golf players. No. We found that out. Oh, man. Unless throwing a disc straight and then 25 yards down the way, it just curves off to the left. I think we're being generous for 25 yards, but yeah. Yeah. yeah if, just, that was the, if that was how you played the game, then we'd be professional. Actually, or I'd be a professional. Yeah. I don't know how you were. Yeah, no, it wasn't that good. I don't know if I made 25 yards. I had to end up like throwing it, like chucking the thing, you yeah. know, like whipping it. And so, but so no one's asking me to grow them into a professional Frisbee golf player. And if they are, they're really bad. Oh. Um, but uh, we watched some guys that, because they had to play through, because yes. we, we had a big group. We had a big group. But and they they had a decent sized group too, but they were really good. And mm -hmm. so we watched them throw, and it was just, you know, apples to oranges, right? right. Um, but so why would you not ask us? Because we're not good at that, right? We've not been poured into in that way. Well, you, I don't think we can pour out what's not been poured into us. Yes, sure, you can absolutely learn some things on your own, and I think it's a great way to learn. But I also think it's important to have people pouring into you. And this is a biblical concept that we'll really get into at the end of the podcast, but uh, of uh, just discipleship and of growing with someone. Jesus did it with his disciples. He told his disciples to go out and do it with others. We see Paul did that with uh, everyone he traveled with, to include Timothy and Titus that he wrote back to. Um, it, it just makes sense to have someone pouring into you for what you're going to be doing. Now, if you're a type A like me and you're also, again, seeking to achieve success, you're probably thinking in your professional life. You want someone to train you up. You want someone to get you good at your job or to help you move up the next rung of the corporate ladder, whatever that might be. Uh, listen, this is not just about your profession. You want to be a well-rounded individual and not made up of just one sole thing. Because if your life, if your identity is uh, wrapped up in your success and your career, what happens when you fail? It's almost inevitable, right? I mean, oh, yeah. if you've been successful, you've probably found failure. And what happens when I mean, you go on an emotional roller coaster? Like, man, I didn't get that bid. I wasn't able to get that contract or they didn't accept my pitch or whatever it might be. All right. But when we're well-rounded and we have someone pouring into us and we're growing in, you know, Frisbee golf as a hobby or, you know, maybe it's model cars or working on cars or uh, you know, whatever it might be running. I know we've got guys that like to run, uh, whatever it might be, uh, you, you're able to take the failure from one area. And, you know, you, you again, don't experience it as hard because you've got all these other areas where you're finding success. And so being well-rounded, another great way to have someone pouring into you is as a husband and as a father. Uh, there's coaches and mentors out there for that uh, and really helping you live out uh, 
who you are as a dad and uh, as a husband. And so finding people to pour into you so you can pour out into others, uh, but developing yourself in that way as a well-rounded individual is so vital, so important. Uh, and then it helps you form your identity. And our identity should be formed in Christ. We have to renew our mind. What's the way you renew your mind, Craig? I think on things which are pure and holy mm. and just. Always. And I try to quote the scripture, but now it eludes me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Which aren't bad things, right? But practically speaking, renewing our yeah. minds. So renewing my mind. Um, you know, you kind of put me on the spot there. I, did. I, want, I want to give you a very I good did. answer. Okay. And I feel like anything I give you right now is just going to be subpar. Yeah. Okay. And some of these guys subscribe to this. And yeah. I just don't want to let them down. That's good. Well, this isn't our paid content. And so yeah. we can let these guys. Down. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm well. just kidding. <laughs> Not maybe, but still, no. So renewing our mind, the Bible says, you know, it talks about renewing our mind with the word of God. We can obviously do that and we should. Um, but there, there are things in your life that could refresh you. You know, maybe taking a walk in the woods, going out to a park and just enjoying a local creek or lake or some things like that. Just to renew your mind uh, on the things of God. Yes, his word. Absolutely. You let your life be foundational built on the foundation of the word of God and, and then go out and enjoy what God has given you and, and renew your mind by again, focusing on him in some way. One of the best ways that I renewed my mind recently was uh, when I went to that park and took a walk. And I don't remember if we've mentioned on an episode or paid content, whatever, but I, we, I went and took that walk on that Monday. He and I just went and got coffee for an energy drink uh, or an energy drink. And um, I just had some stuff in my mind. I went out to a local park and I just enjoyed the stream that was there. I enjoyed the trees and the wind and seeing families playing and stuff. And was just really praying and thanking God for that. And that renewed my mind from the things that was going on, helped me put a focus back on Christ. And it really helped develop me in that moment. And it serves as a reminder now and then going forward, if anytime I get there, I can just... Uh, be refreshed by doing that. And so, um, and then, then the second point that's important for men that are seeking to achieve success to understand is you are more than a title. Now, Craig hates titles. Amen. Passionately. Amen. I'm, in fact, I've got to work with him on, I, I think I want you to be in the name tag. For when? For always? Just life. Yeah. Just yeah. Life. Pastor. Mm. Yeah. Titles bring with it this. <laughs> idea like people you know you people don't even know you and they hear your title and and in your mind in their mind you've earned some kind of uh you know status mm -hmm. and then yeah. then they get to know you and you let them down and just you know i just call me craig i'm good <laughs> and that's why you know they say don't ever meet your heroes right yeah you really build them out there you begin to get this perception of this idea and we all do this and you might do it when you hear the title husband or father um, son, maybe employee, boss, leader, pastor, um, CEO, you have this vision in your mind of what this person is supposed to be. And then if you carry any of those titles, you begin to think that you have to fulfill this role as you see it. When in reality, you are so much more than a title. Uh, if you are living for a title, you're living for that type of identity. Our identity comes from Jesus and we live from our identity in Jesus. We live out that identity in these titles, in these roles, um, because roles don't divide your life. 
they they are a part of your life. Uh, I'm a husband, a father, a pastor, a business owner, uh, now a podcast host. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a student uh, with Liberty University. I mean, there's a, a number of roles, titles you could throw on me, um, but I can't live inside of those. I live inside my identity for Jesus, and that comes out in the roles that I have. Um, the division comes when we get this idea. Uh, for me, it was when I had this idea that I was made up of mind, body, and spirit. And, and no, hang on, I'm not saying we're not. Matthew 22 makes it very clear. I think we are. However, I used to think of it, if you draw a circle with a peace sign there and divide it up, mind, body, spirit, it was three separate things that made me up. Uh, when in reality, you remove that that division, that peace sign you have in your circle, and you realize that you are made up of mind, body, and spirit as a whole. And so I can no longer look at that and say, well, if my mind, if I'm, if I'm developing my mind, I don't need to develop my body. I can now eat whatever I want. Uh, if I'm developing my spirit, then I'm okay with my mind being laxed or my body being laxed, right? Um, no, the truth is that you are made up of all three, and, are, uh, and if one of them is weak, then all of them are. And so we have to be conscious of developing all parts of us to live from our identity in Jesus into the roles and titles that we carry. Um, that's why it's important for you to know who you are in Christ and live from that. And that's why part of the coaching program we have for the five routines to redeem is to uh, discover who you are in Christ and then help you to live from that identity and into the identity uh, that uh, Christ has for you in the different roles that you have. And then you're not meant to do this alone. And so many guys talk about being self-made men. And I think there's some of you guys out there that are just phenomenal at personal growth and are phenomenal at learning things on your own and doing it on your own. And maybe you were put in a hard situation as a kid where you've just been on your own for so long and it's hard to ask for help. But truthfully, going through this Christian life on our own, it's an unbiblical principle. You know, we've got the term discipleship. Craig, when you think of discipleship, help the guys frame their mind around what biblical discipleship is, understanding it's not just like some 12-week program through a book at a church. Right. Um, biblical discipleship would be, you know, you you can't give what's not been poured into you. Mm -hmm. And so somebody who's been on the path longer, been on the journey longer, who's been poured into themselves, who's been in the Word themselves, is going to now help move you along. Uh, that same path and bring you closer, help bring you closer in your walk with God, help bring you closer in your understanding of scripture um, because they've already been there. And it's so much easier to have somebody walk that road, lead you on that road uh, than it is for you to to do it yourself, to be self-made in that area. Because yeah. when you go at yourself, failure is often going to become your teacher. And when you go at yourself, uh, it's going to be a much harder path mm -hmm. uh, to get to where you want to be. Work, work smarter, not harder. And uh, that's that's how Jesus laid it out. So I'd, I'd rather have somebody who knows more than I do and who's been there, who's closer to God, help lead me uh, to that same place in, in my life than to try to figure this thing out on my own. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just recently I uh, put a post on Facebook about this and uh, I think it was Saturday, two days after our uh, three hour recording <laughs> fiasco. And uh, that was part of it. I said in there, you know, I've had a coach for a number of things. I don't have a podcast coach. Maybe I do need one. 
and uh, <laughs> because we that's a whole another deal. Failure has been our teacher. Failure has been our teacher. And guys, failure can be your teacher. It's not a bad thing to learn from. However, it's true. When we have a coach, a mentor, we have someone discipling us, leading us through it. We can often avoid a lot of that failure by learning from them and their failures that they've had and uh, making that a priority or I'm sorry, uh, making them part of our journey because God intended for us to be discipled. That was the whole great commission. It's not just about telling people about Jesus and being baptized. The third part there is to teach them uh, everything that Jesus has taught us. That's discipleship. Now, I don't know. I, I learn a lot from Jesus. I've learned a lot from my Bible. I'm continuing to learn. And those things that I learn, I'm supposed to pass on, not just to my family, but to those that are around me. And I'm also supposed to be following someone uh, that is further along than I am. I'm thankful for my spiritual mentorship. Shout out to Tim Owens. We'll be uh, he'll be on. will be interviewing him for one of our podcast episodes soon. And uh, he's a spiritual mentor of mine. And he told me he said, "I'm just going to share my journey with Jesus with you." And I was like, "Hey, that's exactly what I need right now." And it's just been phenomenal to have him there and, and walking through this season of life with me. And I'm thankful for him. But we're supposed to be disciples of with someone, and we're supposed to be discipling. Uh, we're supposed to be passing our faith along, yes, to our family, but again, to, to others as well. And so it's got to be with other people. And so some of you guys out there might be saying, I'm a, I'm a lone wolf. I'm an introvert and all these things. Hey, listen, I, I hear that. I'm not telling any introvert to be an extrovert or vice versa. But what I am telling you is that Christianity is about relationships, our relationship with God, our relationship with others. And we've got to develop some of those relationships uh, to share our faith with them. And so uh, you can still be an introvert and share your faith and disciple someone. Find another introvert. Just commit to talking. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, but, but nonetheless, and also when you move forward and when it's outside of the realm of Christianity, a lot of times you'll find it through coaching or counseling. Now, there's a difference between the two. Coaching is you going forward. So it's you identifying where you are and saying, I want to move forward with my life. You establish the goals you want to achieve and a coach is there to help you achieve them. Counseling is for you to look back, you know, therapy, counseling, for you to look back in your life and determine things that might be impacting you now that you need to process and work through. Uh, and and that's, that's great. Both are needed. I've had both. They're, it's wonderful to spend time with a coach and with a counselor and to uh, work through the things of the past and to really concentrate on moving forward. Now, me, I'm a coach. I don't like to do the counseling side of things to go back to the past and to work through those things. I'm not professionally trained in it. I'm not good at it naturally. And so uh, I like to coach. That's something I enjoy doing and like to pour into people with. Um, Craig, I think, is so good with the counseling side of things. At least we've said in previous episodes, people talk to him about it. Uh, and so... Um, and then obviously, if they're a trained uh, therapist or a Christian counselor there, then they've, they know what they're doing and they can help you um, process all those things. Both are good to have. Now, then there's a mentor. Now, a mentor, Craig, is the one where we want to move. A, we, that's, that's the discipler, right? Mm -hmm. That's someone who's been there, done that, and is going to help you walk through it, right? Like when you think of mentors in your life, Craig, like who are some guys or at least one that comes to mind, whether it's in your Christian walk or in another area that has just mentored you and been there with you as you've uh, just moved forward? Yeah, so uh, for a, a little part of my life, uh, and I mentioned this when we originally uh, recorded this episode. Yeah. Um, there was a gentleman named Wallace Gideons and uh, oh, that's right. that's he is, he was our, 
song leader at church growing up. And I grew up in a church where uh, the song leading was out of a hymnal and you did the, you know, the hand wave, you can't see it on the hand waving <laughs> thing, you know, the four pattern, the three pattern and all that stuff. And um, if you think about like any, any church service setting, that wasn't like a special revival service or something. Uh, it was oftentimes singing a song, <clears throat> you know, um, I, you know, I can't even get one to come to mind. I'd sing it for you, but maybe there's a reason for that. Um, <laughs> that one will come to mind. Anyway, uh, we'd sing a hymn and you'd look around and nobody's into it. Everybody's just kind of looking stoic, but this guy, Wallace Gideons was behind uh, the lectern or the pulpit, wherever he was leading from. And he had the biggest smile on his face. It came from a place of genuine joy in the Lord. Uh, on rainy days, we'd be singing uh, something about sunlight and he'd call, you know, the rain liquid sunshine. Um, he was just that kind of positive guy. And so for a little bit, I was an intern uh, at that church for a summer in between some years in Bible college. And he was the one to kind of invest in me. And his investment was more on the musical side of things, but you couldn't get away from just his Christianity and his spirit and his walk with God. Um, it just, that was what poured out of him. And so that's, that's who I think of when you ask, um, Who's you know, who, correct for me, you know, um, I was in the Marine Corps for nine years. So like, and I didn't really have like someone to mentor me for ministry or life or anything there. Um, you know, but my pastor, Chad Matheny, uh, Freedom Baptist Church, Yuma, Arizona, uh, great man of God, loves the Lord, just turned 50 recently. Happy birthday. <laughs> just put that out there. Uh, but no, he did. Uh, he poured into me at a time when he didn't have to. I was coming out of the Marine Corps, had no ministry experience whatsoever, and he brought me on staff and literally, you know, taught me everything I knew. Uh, more importantly, he showed me how to be a pastor. And, um, and I've grown into my own, uh, since then, um, because he taught me and guys, we need to recognize this. There's more caught than taught and don't, don't look for someone to sit you down in a classroom setting and teach you a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, they could do that. Sure. But you're going to catch more by just doing life with them. Uh, I learned to pastor and go to a bedside at a hospital by sitting, by going to bedsides at hospitals with him. Right. And, um, I learned how to have difficult conversations. I learned a thought process behind pastoring and making decisions that are best for the church as a whole. Um, you know, so Chad was definitely a mentor of mine and it still is. Uh, he's a friend. And, uh, and I know anytime I'd call, he'd be, I hope you'd pick up the phone. <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, it, so we've all ha hopefully had someone, um, because we can't do this alone. Find someone. Look, reach out to the Men After God community on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash Men After God. And I'm sure there's a mentor in there you can find. Uh, and then also accountability partners. Accountability partners are huge. Maybe you're in a place in your life where you need to develop past some besetting sin or uh, just something there that's dragging you down. You know, statistically speaking, if you're a man listening to this, you have probably seen pornography or you're dealing with pornography right now. Uh, we'd love to help talk to you about that and uh, help you get through that. There's apps out there, Covenant Eyes and various different things uh, where you can find uh, help there. But an accountability partner, uh, just someone to help hold you accountable to your personal growth and whether that's overcoming a sin or maybe it's you want to go work out. Maybe it's wanting to develop healthy eating habits, whatever it might be for you to achieve that godly success with a thriving faith and family. We want to be able to help provide an accountability partner for you, mentors, coaches, counselors, whatever it is you need. Uh, we'd love to help connect you with people that can do that because we think it's so important because you're not meant to grow alone.
If we were meant to grow alone, I don't think Jesus would have sat the example or given the command to go out to get other people and to do life with them and to teach them what he had taught them. And so any closing thoughts here, Craig, on developing yourself and uh, as part of being a successful man with thriving faith and family? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this this life in Christianity is supposed to be one with community. It's the whole purpose of churches is we're supposed to be gathering together to edify, exhort, encourage one another using our spiritual gifts. Jesus sent the disciples out by twos and uh, so that there was somebody else with them. Uh, and that could have been for an accountability partner as well. And yeah, they were, that's, that's a good point. They yeah. were not sharing. Uh, they were sharing great news, mm-hmm. but it was not the most uh, well-received news. Uh, it yeah. was something new at that time and, and different and then off-putting to uh, mm-hmm. the religious crowd of that day. And uh, that's, that's still the case in many ways today. Yeah. Um, but Having an accountability partner, somebody to do life with, other Christians, brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, that, that's what we need. And uh, just real quick, jumping back to, um, you know, the, the things, the besetting sins. Guys, we all have besetting sins. And one of the reasons that we don't get accountability partners like we should is because we feel like we're the only one. And our sin is worse than everybody else's. And if we share this, you know, people are going to look down on us and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. We all we're all there in one way or another. And so part of why we're supposed to come together is to, is to be there for one another, to help encourage each other, lift each other up when we, when we're, when we're down and then help prevent uh, a brother or sister from falling uh, on the path. Yeah, that is huge. That's so good because our men after God community on Facebook is a private community and it's meant, I, we set it up that way because we want men to fill they have a safe space. And I know we can poke fun at that word uh, and that phrase a lot with a number of things, especially coming from a conservative background. But um, the you need you have a space there and people to reach out to uh, that are not going to judge you uh, because you've got something going on. We've all got stuff going on. Uh, what what the worst thing you can do is to just let it happen and not get any help yeah. and not find someone to help you grow, uh, whether that be professionally, whether it be in a hobby or something, but especially if you've got uh, some sin that's holding you back uh, because that's part of your development. It's part of your development as a Christian, as a man after God. And uh, you, you can't, again, we said we can't give what you don't have. Uh, just ask yourself this. Would you want a member of your family, your spouse or your children to be dealing with what it is you're dealing with and have no one to talk to or to stay in that way for the rest of their life? You have the choice, if you're listening to this, to not stay there. You can reach out and find help. And so developing yourself is really, um, you know, that's we want people to develop into godly men with thriving faiths and families. And uh, these first few episodes are really lining out the routines we think that are important to that. You can relationship with God, devoting time to your family, developing yourself. Next episode, we're going to talk about delivering value to others. And then uh, our last routine there, I like to leave as a surprise. Right. Because everybody, I think, kind of gets a go. little shock factor for that. And so we'll we'll announce that title just on the day we launch the podcast. And so. All right, guys, listen, I, th- I hope you've got a lot of great value from this episode for our paid subscribers. I can't wait for you to tune in. Just get the practical side of this, because let me tell you guys, it's fire. It's something you are going to want to apply to your life. Uh, and it's very, very practical and makes it easy for you, no matter what stage of your life you're in, to be able to apply and grow. So thanks, guys, that are our founding members right now supporting us. Thank you for listening. Uh, you know, if you're not supporting us, I made a little joke earlier about that, but we're just, we're, we just want to get value out there. So we created this podcast to, to get value out into the world, to help you be a man after God with a thriving faith and family. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. 
Thank you for listening to the Men After God podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and keep up with the show by following us at facebook.com slash men after God. You can also reach out to Dustin personally at Dustin at seekconsulting.us with any questions or for coaching on being a man after God. Until next time.